Hello and welcome to this edition of the Pennant Podcast, where we'll be looking into the future of student recruitment advertising. My name is Andy Collins and I'm a client manager within the Penner Education team. My role in the team is managing client accounts and dealing with the long and short-term strategies for university student recruitment across undergraduate, postgraduate and online audiences, just to name a few. I'm joined today by one of our lovely clients, Sarah Gilmore from Robert Gordon University. Hi, Sarah. I'll let you introduce yourself and a bit about what you do at Robert Gordon and how you work with us here at Penner. Hi, nice um, to see you and thanks for having me. Yes, yeah, so my name is Sarah Gilmore. I work at Robert Gordon University in Aberdeen in Scotland. Um, I'm the senior marketing manager there. I've been at Robert Gordon's for coming up to four years, actually, next month. Um, and we, my team kind of work across all the marketing campaigns and advertising strategies across the university, across both the Scottish UK market, but also the international market as well, um, both undergraduate, postgraduate and online. And we work directly with Penna to help us on our media buying. So it's been a couple of years that we've been working with you guys and it's been great. Um, and I'm excited to get into the podcast today. Cool. Thanks, Sarah. Um, how's it, I guess, how's it all been working, working from home as well? It's been a bit of a crazy last 12 months, hasn't it? Where I mean, I've actually never seen you in person, have I? We've only ever, only ever had teams, which is crazy to think. I know. It's odd how it's become a little, this has become the normality now, actually. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, it feels a bit odd to maybe go back to those face-to-face -face meetings. Yeah. But I think there's, I think there's learnings, isn't there? There's yeah, been some positives yeah. and hopefully we can get a bit more of a blended approach going forward because I do think face-to-face -face is is beneficial yeah, definitely. in some cases. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into kind of the topic of today. So just looking into the future of student advertising and kind of where that's going. So um, more so than ever, um, there's a real importance on understanding our target audience and making sure that we stay relevant with them. There's so much competition in our industry at the moment, which I'm sure you know, Sarah, um, not just from other universities, but other education options such as apprenticeships, apprenticeship degrees, all those kind of things, um, different working options, um, and just other things like gap years and I guess less so traveling at the moment, but, but that's still always going to be a thing kind of moving forward. When speaking to an audience, it's kind of vital that we understand that different audiences have different behaviors. Is this something that's kind of a big focus at, at Robert, Robert Gordon in terms of those different audiences? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the market is just not one primary audience. If we're talking about undergraduates, it's not really just the school lever anymore. Um, you need to think about the key influencers to that audience. So parents, grandparents, carers, teachers, they're all extremely important. Um, and we need to be able to identify those audiences, but then also think about how best to reach them and they do have different behaviours, they do have different needs, they do have different wants um, so therefore the channels and the messages and the strategies will differ for each audience. Yeah. Um, I think you know there's always new channels coming coming to the forefront. Recently TikTok in the past year and a half has been been a massive one. I think it's all kind of given us that uplifting content we've needed yeah. throughout the pandemic. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's potentially a channel that you might be able to reach that generation Z and that school leaver, but maybe even increasingly it might be, you know, my age group, parents, um, we're all on it. So it's it's working out the best channels for the different audiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, it's a really good point around kind of the different audiences that are there. I think it's quite easy sometimes with, especially undergraduate courses when we're promoting them to just kind of assume that that school leavers are the only audience or or the main audience. I think um, especially with Robert Gordon, we, we see that kind of more mature students becoming more and more important, isn't it? That um, whether it's they've kind of been away traveling for a bit or a bit of a career change or or whatever it might may be, we're seeing, yeah, a real, real change there as well. And I think as well, it's, it's easy to forget the influence that parents have as well. Um, obviously, they're, they're so important in, in, in decision making. And yeah, it's important that that we're targeting those and I know that's something we have quite a lot of discussions around in terms of what we say how we say it and um, because they are such such different audiences and, and different things appeal to them in a different way don't they so so yeah it's kind of a real big big thing at the moment and and will continue to be as, as we go forward yeah definitely and I think for those the two that you mentioned there in terms of mature learners and parents the messages for those audiences are, are quite different from the school leaver audience you know absolutely and I think it also changes at different stages of the student journey as well so you know at the start of you know a student journey and maybe looking at different universities and different courses that's probably going to be quite important to the likes of a school leaver or a mature learner but as they kind of move along that journey bigger bigger picture stuff might come into play so like what's my university lifestyle going to be like accommodation am I going to meet friends will I have the support mechanisms in place um and for parents it might kind of be the flip of that they might be thinking about the kind of the reputation of the university employability and those type of messages um and then the mature learner I think is probably a mix of the two depending on why as you say there's a few reasons why they maybe are coming into an undergraduate degree at that point in their life um so it's it's working out what's important to those audiences and being able to kind of provide those messages at the right time and in the right place yeah that's it i, I think yeah whilst I, identifying the audiences is like the first stage isn't it that the messaging's then kind of almost even more important because yeah, like you say, that there are so many different um, kind of motivators for those different audiences. And I know kind of from my experience when I was applying for university, I was probably looking for different things that maybe now if I applied to university that I'd, I'd be looking for. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's kind of a big challenge that a lot of universities have is kind of making sure that they're saying the right thing. I think it can be quite easy to get carried away with just focusing on applications and, and numbers I know obviously there's a lot of pressure on universities for those numbers and then that often can reflect in kind of the promotion that the institutions do but I think yeah what you're saying around all, all the kind of bigger picture stuff the um kind of university lifestyle the extracurricular stuff all those kind of things are, are really important as well so um and it's kind of getting those across on the right channels as well and making sure you're not kind of saying too much in kind of one 
one ad or, or one one media um it's kind of yeah making sure you get that across in in the right way and i think um kind of following on from that is kind of the, the challenge that we've had in the last 12 to 18 months around obviously covid the the, the big word there that everyone's been dealing with um and yeah all, all the lockdowns that the results in that i've kind of lost count of how many we've had now kind of following on from that the the past 12 to 18 months has been kind of a really big challenge for everyone from kind of personal perspectives work perspectives with, with covid and, and resulting lockdowns as there's been so many and I, I know that it's kind of had an impact on on the work we do and also the bigger picture for universities as well where it's been used to um just having loads of teaching on campus students having lots of face-to-face contact with lecturers teachers and and obviously their peers as well and kind of losing out on that that student lifestyle all the things they do with societies um and yeah meeting all their new friends and all those kind of things that suddenly is kind of been wiped off the table as such in the kind of current situation hopefully we're going to see that change in the next year or so but kind of quite hard to tell at the moment isn't it everything's kind of changing every week so um kind of around that how how Sarah have you kind of found that from an advertising perspective has there been kind of a change in approach in the the way you've kind of spoke to these audiences around this yeah I definitely think there's kind of being able to be comfortable with that uncertainty that you mentioned and being able to adapt um as needed uh the pandemic is meant that we've had to look at different ways of engaging with prospective students um there was maybe not a reliance but you know our campus is is a beautiful riverside campus it's Absolutely. state-of-the-art facilities and we probably did potentially rely a little bit on being able to get people onto campus and it kind of sold itself um yeah. in a way but now we need to try and find ways to convey that feel of the university um, of what it stands for without seeing our students and being face to face with them. Um, and I think one way we've definitely found that's been successful for us is being able to connect um, future students with current students through like online platforms. Yeah. So we use the Unibuddy platform. Um, and I think that being able to kind of be a, that authentic word of mouth. Um, we know it's a truth it's not us selling messages as kind of a support department um it's hearing from students who are here and and i think actually that's maybe one of it's been a bit of a benefit is there's you know you can invite students onto campus and and send them into course talks and school talks and and get them to interact with as much as possible but they might not be comfortable with that while this generation have grown up with internet they've grown up with social media so asking them to kind of connect with students online and through chats or or video conferencing that probably is a bit more comfortable for them so we found that kind of the questions have been there's been a lot more questions and um, I think that's definitely a learning to take forward. You know, once we do go back to hopefully normality soon, yeah. um, it's not to say that we'll keep everything virtual, but I, th- I think we need to look at that kind of blended hybrid approach to 
to the customer. And I think actually, you know, going back to the different audiences, that might be the case for school leavers, um, potentially mature learners as well, depending on the age group. But on the flip side, parents might actually prefer to go back to that traditional way of us speaking with them. So actually getting them on campus. So yeah. I think there's lots of things to think about. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting point, actually. One I'd probably not thought about too much is that, yeah, there are some positives that have, have come out of it, which, yeah, people that maybe aren't that that confident in asking questions in front of a big group or face to face. I know when I was I was going to look at universities, I was like super shy when I was at school. And yeah, in those kind of big environments where suddenly everything seemed quite scary. And yeah, I, I maybe didn't ask the questions that I wanted to ask, whereas now I feel like students, yeah, I've got that platform a little bit more. So yeah, I think, yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. And having that kind of combination of, of both where students get to see obviously what Robert Gordon's all about, the campus, the amazing city, all those kind of things. But yeah, still keeping that, um, yeah, kind of softer approach as well, where people have got kind of both, both ways of reaching out and, and asking their questions so I think should hopefully should kind of be a bit more in, inclusive to everyone and um yeah I think that's real positive and yeah kind of going going on to like the the advertising side of things as well I know we've kind of done a lot of work around what what we need to be saying obviously that the messaging that we had kind of pre-March 2020 was was very different to what it is now I think like you say it was a much easier sell um you kind of had obviously the amazing campus and city and and just that student lifestyle as well is kind of is half the cell almost as well as, as the course um yeah and, and suddenly you you lose a lot of those usps that um you need to then get across in a different way so i think yeah a lot of our advertising has probably become a bit more of a softer approach in general as well and um kind of sharing more information and and things like that rather than just directing people to apply to courses and things like that is kind of a lot of wider messages now as well which I think again is probably something that we'll look to to keep moving forward as well because I think yeah we, we've seen some really positive signs signs from that as well yeah absolutely I think as you say the softer messages around the support both student support and study support academic support is is really important and specific like especially in the last year and a half with COVID and and being able to kind of speak to students who have studied with us in the past yeah. year and a half and how they've been supported um, and then being able to use that within our advertising I think yeah. is, is really strong and really impactful and we've just recently kind of moved away from um, using the kind of more granular course messaging and trying to really build that picture of what studying as a RGU student would look like and being able to kind of pull those um, testimonial type sound bites yeah. from current students or students who've been with us in the past year and seen how we've been able to adapt as a university to something that no one saw was coming. Um, yeah. It that has a lot of impact both from the student but I think actually potentially even more so for that kind of parent carer type audience because they know that whatever happens in the future that we are able to adapt and we are yeah. a flexible university who has the students um the students at the front of our mind 
so yeah, I think that's a, a really important point around the kind of testimonial side of things um, with the advertising. I think it's kind of with anything, whether it's the university or any product you buy or holidays, it's always good to know that the people have been through that or like they've been on that holiday, they've they've done that course, they've, they've had that experience and that it's gone really well. So I think, yeah, more and more as we've kind of lost those other little parts of the university experience, I think really using those current students is is a really important one because like you say a university can can say one thing but to a new student that maybe hasn't yet got the trust in an institution or um yeah have have that kind of um relationship with the university yet that the yeah trusting those that are there are, are going to be really organic and authentic with what they're saying so yeah i think more and more that's that's going to be something we're seeing seeing moving forwards as well um so yeah what whilst obviously we've had all this change with covid and and how universities are operating um we're kind of seeing a, a big shift in how people are um kind of behaving online and and just kind of how they're spending their their social times maybe what they were before um you mentioned earlier around tiktok being a platform that that's really kicked off and yeah i remember doing a few of those kind of tiktok challenges at the start i remember doing some some keep yuppies with a toilet roll that was that was a thing at the start but um yeah we're seeing that kind of grow more and more especially in the uk um and now kind of from a paid perspective as well um is this kind of a, a platform that rgu are looking at i know we've kind of done a couple of, of bits and pieces and yeah is it something you think might kind of grow from from your side both i guess from paid and and organic side of things I think so. I think it has to be, to be honest, with how mm. popular it is. It's obviously relatively new. It's still really new um, compared to other channels. Yeah, definitely. So we're still trying to find our feet in in how we want to use it. Um, we are testing both paid advertising and organic. And I think actually working with you guys, we've we've kind of been able to see that potentially the audience want an advert to look like an advert they don't want it to look like organic content which was probably yeah. something that was a surprise to us we maybe were trying to make our content look like it was organic content um but yeah it's obviously been a massive channel um for that younger age group over the past year or so um and i said earlier but i think it's a really good opportunity to reach that generation on their terms um i th I do think it needs to be used for uplifting content um it's, yeah definitely it's something yeah. that i definitely go on to to cheer me up yeah <laughs> um if i need some if i need something positive to look at um so yeah i think as time goes on it's it's a chance to kind of show the university's personality mm -hmm. um and i do believe it probably will move into more of a postgraduate or maybe mature learner slash parent audience as well you know I'm on it and I know older people than me that are on it <laughs> as well um but at the moment it's definitely something that we're kind of focusing on in terms of the younger age yeah, group and and making sure that we kind of nail that first and then and then move move into maybe other audiences after that but it's it's quite an exciting channel I think it's um yeah definitely and I think yeah it's a uh a way like you say kind of getting that who Robert Gordon are because 
we were mentioning earlier, obviously we're, we're missing out on on so much at the moment where you can't quite get that feel of a university. And I think platforms like TikTok and, and Instagram are, are those where you can really show what Robert Gordon or whatever the institution is. Yeah, and I think ideally it would be great if it was a student-led channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, if we could, we could kind of get our student, current student audience to really engage engage with us as a marketing team to kind of really show off what they're um how they experience the university RG. Yeah. that would be that would be incredible um but that's easier said than done <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very true but yeah i think yeah really pulling on those those students is definitely a good approach for tiktok and it's it's just making sure that the the content's appropriate for the platform isn't it i think yeah the if you looked at I don't know like LinkedIn for example would be very different if you're running some kind of video content on there compared to compared to TikTok I think yeah it's just making sure that it's appropriate for the channel and and, and fits kind of what what that channel is about like you say you, you go on there to kind of be cheered up or just to yeah have a bit of entertainment so yeah it's, it's making sure that that content's right for that channel um and then yeah looking at kind of other other things as well obviously people are spending a lot more time watching tv at the moment um definitely in the last 12 months anyway i know i i kind of never really watched tv before and whereas now i'm yeah i'm, I'm all over netflix and amazon prime and yeah i think i've got about every single one of them and watching all sorts but um yeah so we're seeing kind of our audiences uh are spending more time there and in, in universities and um different industries are really investing in in tv advertising in the last last year or so um we've kind of started looking into it and, and running a few things between us at, at penner and robert gordon is um and yeah it's just kind of how you how you see that at the moment and and maybe where where you see tv advertising kind of in the future for robert gordon yeah so again it's it is relatively new how you say and we've dipped our toe in with more kind of the video on demand um channel um i i personally don't watch mainstream tv anymore it's that streaming services um yeah definitely so i think that's something to bear in mind i think kind of traditional tv advertising there maybe is a place for it for different audiences um but for definitely sure. for the kind of undergraduate school leaver audience i think it's on those streaming platforms like you say netflix youtube igtv um so yeah i i think it's a channel for for brand awareness i think it's yeah, definitely. about building reputation um so it's it's definitely something that we want to kind of build on and and grow as part of our student advertising strategies um but it needs to play a part with the rest of the marketing activity that we're doing so it needs to sit alongside that kind of more granular subject level activity yeah just trying to work through that yeah for sure and i think it kind of links back to what we're saying around tiktok in terms of getting across what that university is all about and I, i think with everything that's gone on in the last 12 months that kind of that brand level of, of advertising has become even more important and um, to kind of stand out from really high competition that we have obviously in Scotland and, and across the rest of the UK um, and I think TV 
Um, and yeah, video on demand in particular, all, all those different channels provide a really good opportunity for that. So I think that's one we're going to kind of see continue to grow and, and yeah, it gives a really good opportunity whilst we're kind of in this sort of limbo stage at the moment where people are a bit at home, a bit back to university and, and things like that. So yeah, I think definitely, uh, opportunity there from brand perspective kind of in the future. Um, and then whilst these channels are kind of growing more and more, so your, your TVs, your TikToks, um, Instagram, all those channels, um, it's kind of really important to make sure that, like we've kind of been saying, that there's a consistent approach kept across kind of a, a campaign and that audience you're speaking to. Um, I think it's really important that that audience is always the number one um, and it's really important to understand kind of what they want to be hearing about what sort of information is important to them. Um, I think quite often for universities and kind of businesses in general, it's quite easy to think that you've got one message that's really important that you want the student to hear, but actually to them, it, it might not be important. They, they might be kind of thinking about something else. So, um, yeah, with that competition, amongst those kind of different target audiences we've spoken about so school leavers mature students um parents etc um how important do you think it is to um kind of make sure that message is right and then then also making sure there's a bit of a variety of messages to those audiences as well yeah it's it's one of the most important things i think mm-hmm. um i think just now information is so readily available it's so accessible people can do their own research so if you're advertising you need to be providing messages that they potentially wouldn't find themselves or that yeah. is is unique and and of course relevant to them um i think if it's not you really run the risk of people switching off potentially kind of blacklisting a brand or or kind of having an impact on your reputation as a brand um so yeah, I think me- you know messages is key. Variety of messages as well. Definitely when you know we've got long cycles and yeah, um, you know there there probably is about a twelve to eighteen month kind of dwell time for people in making decisions. So you can't just continue with your kind of top line institutional messages. You need to be changing that up constantly and and making sure that it's across different formats as well so that people don't get tired of just seeing your Facebook advert constantly being served to them it needs to need to see it on social and then they need to see it when they're out walking or if they're watching tv or or if they're doing their own search through um things like google keywords or google adwords so um yeah, I think you're you're completely right around audience being number one, and and you know I, I might get onto this when you ask about what you think the future holds. But I think hyper personalization is going to be be absolutely key, and yeah. um, it's a really tricky one because you know we're not mind readers, we can't <laughs> figure out what everyone's thinking and why they're in the situation they're in. Um, but it's trying to understand that as best as possible and continuing to improve. <laughs> Um, and take learnings from from activity that you've done previously yeah that's it and I, I think as well is trying to do it in the kind of most engaging way as possible as well because like you say that people are served with with a lot of advertising that we all we all experience that and and one one thing that we've kind of really developed in the last kind of half a year or so is 
um, poll ads on Instagram where we're, we're giving people hopefully kind of new messages, new learning something new about Robert Gordon. And um, yeah, that kind of type of ad gives a way of them getting involved with the university as well. So I think more and more um, kind of approaches like that are going to be important, especially whilst kind of not able to engage with prospective students face to face, whether that's at kind of fairs or open days, whatever it might be. I think finding other ways around that that gets them a bit involved with the universities is a really important one as well. Um, and yeah, just just kind of finally, just wrapping up, just a bit of a, a general look into the future. So um, for, for student marketing and, and student advertising in general. So yeah, I think kind of summarising what we've, we've been through, I think, yeah, the new new platforms are kind of always always on the rise. We, we spoke about TV, we spoke about TikTok, and yeah, I think TikTok um, specifically, that'll, that'll continue to grow, especially from a, a pay perspective. And I'm sure there'll be kind of new channels will keep popping up as, as they kind of always do. So I think, um, it's just important to be really nimble and, and always learning about these new platforms and just not being left behind because we want to make sure we're kind of where, where those students are and, um, hitting the right places so that kind of, the institution is kind of seen in the right space. So, um, yeah, I think following that's going to be a, a really important one and yeah, one to stay on top of. And, um, the, the, the type of content as well is, is going to keep changing. If, if you think of what we were running maybe a year or two ago to now is, is completely different. And I expect that to continue to, to change even more as, as, as we keep going. I think due to, to various things, mainly kind of lockdowns and COVID that um, kind of every week or month, there's always kind of a change in approach or, or something like that. So I think that's something that's, that's not going to go away and, and we're going to have to keep being really nimble with how we, how we approach our advertising and, and what we're saying. Um, so, yeah, I think that's one that moving forward is, is just going to be a constant with, with campaigns and, and kind of paid advertising as well. Um, and kind of the final point for me is, just that the digital is still so key um there's obviously so many platforms and people consuming information from so many different channels um and yeah it's just important that we're we're staying on top of that but also not to forget that um it's not everything i think um we're probably going to see some changes in the next few years where um we kind of go towards being able to track people less through cookies and things like that but um, naturally where you're not going to be able to, to track performance as much that people start to kind of shy away maybe from some some types of advertising and we might see a bit of a resurgence through resurgence through um, kind of out of home and, and different channels like that and, and radio so I think there, there is going to be a bit more of a space for things like that kind of as we go forward um, but yeah a bit of a blend um what's your kind of thoughts Sarah there's a bit of a bit of an overview it's a big question isn't it, it I, is wish I, question. I wish I knew what that <laughs> was but um yeah I was having a think about this and I think it's around three things I think it's about being super personalized yeah. flexible and accessible um we know that there's going to be advanced advances in technology and we know that digital technology is going to play a huge part in our advertising it's a given um 
things like being mobile first will 100% be the approach it already is but I think it's going to become even more so yeah um I agree with you I think things like um digital marketing video for example will still be super important that you know there's the phrase video is king um (laughs) I do think that's true but I think as we move forward um we need to make sure that the content is going to be able to cut through the noise because there's going to be a lot of content. It needs to be original um, stay true to the brand and be of super high quality. And I think things like streaming platforms will be really important um, and be able to reach that, that generation. Um, I completely agree with you around the digital marketing is, is going to be super important, but ambient media, it needs to sit alongside that. And yeah, for me, I think ambient media around the kind of brand level activity Definitely. is really important. Um, so it's kind of making sure that you've got a good balance of, of the two, but being able to kind of track what you're doing, which you can obviously do more easily with digital marketing, but things might be changing in terms of the cookie laws and things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it's, being able to identify your audience's needs and then interact with them at the key milestones and the key decision points to ensure that you're you're giving them what they require at that yeah. at that given time. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, that that personalization one is is really key actually and kind of ties in across the board, doesn't it? Is yeah, we we are being served with so much content all the time, so much information. I think yeah, to to stand out and, and be original is by being really personal to that audience so yeah I think that's one that is going to have to be increasingly important as as we move forward but um yeah an exciting challenge at the same time definitely oh well I think um yeah we've we've covered a lot of of stuff and it was it was really interesting and yeah thanks a lot Sarah for your time Um, it's great to hear kind of your thoughts on on everything at the moment kind of in the in the past 12 months in covid and and how you think it's going to look in the future as well and and how that's looking for for rgu as well um so yeah super interesting so thanks a lot sarah no problem thanks for having me sure um and yeah thanks everyone for listening and if you want to find out more about the work we do at penner education visit www.penneteducation.co.uk and remember to subscribe for more student marketing and Penner podcast content. Thank you.